0: It's alive. it's alive, it's alive, it's alive,
1: Dominic Lawton
2: can be wild.
1: Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult.
3: Welcome everybody to the special bonus episode of the Bad Movie Court podcast, our very first bonus episode, and what a treat.
1: (laughs) What an absolute treat, what a bonus this really is. It's the
3: 1972 Richard Weiner film, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny.
1: Yes, that popular classic.
3: I first knew about this through uh, the guys that did Mystery Science Theatre. They went on to do something called Riff Tracks, which is exactly the same sort of thing where they just riff bad movies. Um, And this was one of the ones that they covered, and I could not believe my eyes when I saw it.
1: So you've actually had the enjoyment of somebody else talking over it. Yes. Yeah, I haven't. (laughs) I I watched this uh i don't know how long it took me to be honest far too long i watched some of it and i was like actually i think i think we're,
3: we'll cover this so i didn't watch all of it with riff tracks and then i found the whole thing without the audio of, of the guys riffing it and this took me i think five sittings to get through
1: yeah i hated it <laughs> absolutely hated it hated every second of this
3: did you hate it more than santa with muscles
1: yes i did yeah i know that you you said that uh I may have claimed that Santa with Muscles was the worst film we've ever covered, but fucking hell. (laughs) This is going to take, this will take some beating, I'll tell you. Got some taglines for you, Ken, you ready? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, I want to relive as much
3: as I can. What a story, what a daring rescue.
1: (laughs) What a crock of shit.
3: (laughs) Next. The Amazing Story of Santa in Big Trouble. And his exciting rescue by the daring ice cream bunny. It's breathtaking fun for all. Breathtaking. <laughs> exciting rescue. He just fucking turns up in a car.
1: <laughs> no, I don't like it. Next. That's all of them. Good. I'm amazed they had two. <laughs> that was far too many, to be honest with you. <laughs>
3: IMBD rating 1.3 out of 10.
1: Yep. That's gotta be that's our lowest. <laughs> I doubt we'll get much lower than this. Honestly, this 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 is the worst film I've seen for a long, long time.
3: Rotten Tomatoes rating: twelve percent. Mm-hmm. The weird thing about
1: this film is it's actually it's two films, isn't it? It's a film within a film. Yeah, it's awful. It's nothing. It's got nothing to do with Santa. And it's got nothing to do with the ice cream bunny for most of this bloody film. <laughs> Ice cream, buddy. What the fuck was, the, what was that? Yeah, Jesus this, Christ. This, this entire film, right? This entire film could be summed up from the Fatal Deviation clip that I hope you're going to play right I, now. I've even written it in, the, in my uh, notes. So have I. So have I. All the time <laughs> I've written it. Every time another character turned up, I've written, what the fuck is this now? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Yeah,
3: it was the 1970s Thumbelina film by a different director to who I directed the wraparound bits, um, just to increase... Because this, fi- this film should have been 10 minutes long.
1: Well, it is. <laughs> well, unfortunately, <yeah. laughs> unfortunately, there's another hour-long film in the middle of it. It's, totally, it's totally irrelevant to everything else. <laughs> I've got the plot. Santa Claus uh, is- attempts to
3: free his slave from the sands of Florida whilst being assisted by local children
1: (laughs) i i attempted to free myself from the sands of time (laughs) during this bloody thing i don't think we need a plot let's just tell everyone what happens no one's gonna watch this shit they might as well just tell them let's unravel the story as we go
3: yeah, man, it is on YouTube as well, if anyone dares to to watch it, <laughs> <laughs> just in
1: time for Christmas. And to be honest, to be honest, you bloody idiots, <laughs> honestly, I'm putting that we're doing this. Uh, hopefully you've read the warnings against watching the film uh, in the promo to this, uh, this podcast episode. And uh, my first note is this looks like a snuff film. It does, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a horrible quality film, and it's like this is just some kids all singing together. This
3: looks like it was directed by the Manson family or something.
1: Yeah, and their kids are in it. Yeah, all growing up, all growing up on the ranch, dressed up as elves and shit. Oh, fuck me.
3: Yeah, the the singing like as well. This thing as well we didn't mention it, it is a musical.
1: <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Is
3: that that the song you sing on Christmas Day to your kids, Ken?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do do the whole thing, and I have a little instrumental section in the middle where I just stare awkwardly at everybody. They come downstairs, no presents under the tree, and then I repeat the same bit, which is what happens in every song. In this, they sing a bit, then they sort of like have a bit of a stop where they just stand there or walk around a bit, and then they sing again at the end.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. All of it's painful.
3: They all go to the window because they can't. they, They see the reindeer. But where the hell's Santa?
1: <laughs> yes, they see some stock footage of reindeer. Yeah, in the lush greenery. It's beautiful weather, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Of the
3: North Pole.
1: <laughs> yeah, they can't even get proper stock footage of one in snow. <laughs> None of the kids seem to know the bloody words to the song either. They all like sort of singing different songs to each other. And this is the start. This is what's supposed to get you gripped. <laughs> yeah. Where is Santa Claus? That's what you're all wondering. That's what the kids are wondering.
3: That's what I'm wondering.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you where he is. He's in fucking Florida, on the beach. (laughs) So let's join him. Santa's literally just like wafting air into his face with his
3: hand, which is what he does the whole film, to be honest. He not do much else, except for a song.
2: Oh, whoa is me. Oh, woe is me. Who will set old Santa free? Who will give me a helping hand and get my sleigh out of the sand? My reindeers left me sitting here. It was just too hot for them, I fear My predicament lacks its usual cheer Because Christmas Day will soon be here Who will? Who will help me? Who will? Set me free, if my friends knew where to find me, they would be here, one, two, three, so here I sit, patiently, stuck in the sand, oh, woe is me, looking and waiting for someone to get my sleigh out, for day is done.
1: Yeah, but he, he doesn't speak at all, does he? The actor? No, it's not him. It's not him, is it? No, he, he doesn't speak. He doesn't act. He well, he's it's kind of like uh, he's acting, knowing that he's not speaking. So he's trying to convey what somebody else will dub over the top by miming things, and he's yeah. doing it really over the top, which is what they all do throughout this. A seventies film as well, so I'm guessing acid must have been
3: consumed in large amounts. Especially by this guy. He just starts flailing his arms around.
1: Yeah, I was gonna pour some acid in my bloody eyes after this. <laughs> he
3: starts singing like a drunk person. Uh this my note is the song is one minute twenty seconds long and it feels like weeks.
1: Yeah, because there's a little gap in the middle where he waves his hand and does nothing. And then he sings it again. We clips of kids. Yeah, what the hell is going on with these kids? It's like it's basically like a, a warning video of this is like just before an accident happens. It stops. Yeah, it just freeze frames before somebody dies, and all the way through it, I was thinking, oh, they're dead, and then yeah. it cuts to somebody else doing something, and I think, well, they're dead as well. It's yeah. There's there's one. There's a couple of kids skipping. Yeah. Uh, there's a they, that just cuts. When you think right, okay, they've tripped over and f- smashed their face into the ground. There's a dog <laughs> jumping through a hula hoop. Uh, which you assume it, I don't know, just either breaks its neck, attacks its owner, or shags it. <laughs> I've got, there's a kid just jumps off a roof with a parasol. Well, he's dead. That cuts just before he, he hits the deck. <laughs> there's a frisbee, and that cuts just before he activates the razor blade frisbee bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and severs Shade's neck. Rowdy. <laughs> Yeah, nice ass pilgrim. <laughs> or oh, saw some such shit.
3: Santa falls asleep as soon as he's done, and uh, in his dreams, he calls out to the children to come to him. It's quite sinister.
1: <laughs> yeah, but by the by their names as yeah. well.
3: Ugh. God, it's creepy that bit.
1: It is very much.
2: Bobby. Rebel, Sammy, Girl.
3: There's a yeah, a load of kids. They're arriving on the beach and they're, they're thinking of ways to help Santa get his sleigh off there. And uh...
1: yeah, it's so Santa, Santa. just says, "You know, help, help me out." And uh, they all disperse again. And you yeah. think, all oh, right, they've gone to fetch an adult, or, or you know, or a, some sort of like emergency service. Yeah, no. one,
3: one suggests getting a plane back to the North Pole, which is probably the best idea of the whole film.
1: Yeah, and it should have just ended there. He says, "Oh yeah, actually, I will. Thanks."
3: Yeah, and one of the girls manages to get a, a full size gorilla. That's the first thing they go with.
1: <laughs> yeah. You hear it before you see it. <laughs> and you hear it far too long before you see it it's just like the hell it's like a some sort of porno scene going on in the background (laughs) again i watched this at work and i had to just keep stopping it because it's just like just the sound alone was awful yeah and it's a it's a it's a fucking ape I don't know.
3: where the hell has she got an ape from <laughs> so last last week it was watching santa, uh, hulk hogan dressed as santa this week it's a girl um leading a gorilla by the hand down the beach a man in an ape suit <laughs> Yeah,
1: where's she, where's she got an ape i don't know but well, we'll, that's the first we'll, we'll thing ignore the we'll ignore the fact we'll ignore it's a, it's a man obviously we'll ignore it's a bloke in a suit but You know, it's supposed to be a normal, an actual gorilla. So, where the fucking hell she got that from? It's a beach in Florida. Do you have gorillas? If you're out there from Florida and listening, do you just have gorillas sat about on the beach, patrolling the beach at Christmas, trying to help people who have stranded on there
3: on their cars or sleighs? (laughs) I bet that all the time.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that's quite quite exciting. If you do, I'd imagine that's America all over. We've got quite a few listeners in Florida, actually. So, yeah, let us know, guys. <laughs> let, let us know. Let us know how many apes you've got on the beach this Christmas.
3: It's
0: alive. It's alive. It's alive.
3: I like how Santa at no point gets off the sleigh to to help anybody or to
1: move the sleigh. Oh, yeah, it might, it might help if he makes it a bit lighter, yeah, but yeah. no, he doesn't. Anyway, the, uh, the ape, no, of course it can't move it. It's ridiculous. Then we get a a mule, some kids lead a a mule in who's very reluctant to be in the film. Yeah, doesn't want to be there at all, does it? (laughs) Rightly so. That is resisting absolutely everything. Yeah, Uh, Santa, of course, he does try and help just by saying, that's right, back it in. And he, he says that far too many times in the next five minutes which is a long five minutes of just watching various animals nearby.
3: Yeah, we get a tiny pig, so the donkey and the the gorilla didn't work, so maybe a small pig.
1: (laughs) I've written a busted pig.
3: Yes.
1: That's what I've written. I'm thinking, who's brought a busted pig over to try and move a slave? Idiots. Yeah, and a sheep. A fucking sheep? Yeah, I've written a fucking sheep. (laughs) (laughs) I was very angry watching this. (laughs) I can't imagine you'd be able to
3: do any of this shit on film now. The the animals look absolutely devastated that they've got to do this.
1: Yeah, and my question on all of this was where the hell are these kids just getting animals from? Yeah, because we get a cow. Yeah, there's a huge cow turns up. There's a horse. Santa Santa then finally gets off his sleigh and just tries to dig himself out very (laughs) half-heartedly. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, well, I'll I'll just end up dying. And if only he had. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have been happy if he would died there and then. <laughs> and to be honest, watching it, I'd be happy if I'd have died there and then, because <laughs> it only gets worse. Yeah, it's I
3: timed it six minutes of watching Santa and children trying to make animals <laughs> walk backwards. <laughs> yeah, and failing. And finally, he, he needs to give the troops a morale boost, because they're all upset, because they've not been able to help. So he decides to... To watch a film with them.
1: but he, he starts telling them a story, and the story is about Thumbelina. Now, I'm, I don't obviously know Thumbelina because it says it's a story about Thumbelina, a girl who escaped her kidnappers, met Prince Charming. So never give up hope and believe and smile, and all your dreams will come true. There you go. It's as simple as that. <laughs> That's yes. the story of Thumbelina. And to prove all that, uh, we're now going to get a whole fucking film about Thumbelina wedged in the middle of this shit and it
3: starts with the most horrible song this just squawking this woman sounds she starts yep. way too high and has to go higher
1: yeah um, I've, I've written that Q really shit song yeah <laughs> there it is
3: This woman, she's walking around. Uh, this film was shot in a theme park called Pirates World that closed in 1975, not long after Disney World opened. That would have been a sh- <laughs> fucking kick in the bollocks, wouldn't it? If Disney World <laughs> opens across the road from your shitty pirate thing. Fun fact for you, though, Ken, they held live music gigs there at Pirates Ooh, World, really? Yeah, do you want to hear some of the uh, the names? Oh, I really
1: do, yeah, Led Zeppelin, what Black Sabbath. Oh, come on. Deep Purple. I was expecting you to just make some shit up here. This no. is ridiculous. The Doors. What? And David Bowie. Oh, my God. Pirates, Tra la la <laughs> Is that what he said when he got there?
3: Got a uh, got a request for you, Ken, if you could, seeing as it's Christmas.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm full of spirits talking about this.
3: I'm going to send you something over to your phone now. Okay. And you sing that that in the style of David Bowie for me.
1: Oh man. You put me on the spot like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Santa's song. Oh, woe is me, oh, woe is me Who will set old Santa free? Who will give me a helping hand And get my sway out of the sand? My reindeer left me sitting here It was just too hot for them, I fear My predicament lacks its usual cheer, because Christmas Day will soon be here. How's that, Vavis?
3: Much better than even I thought it would be. Well done.
1: It yeah, it was dream? like a freaky dream.
0: It's alive. It's alive. It's alive.
3: Yeah, the, the Thumbelina song carries on anyway. We get some kids on the rides at Pirate World.
1: I actually, yeah, I actually wrote. It's, it's like got credits and everything in this, this bit now. I actually wrote, what the fuck is this now? You got credits to what? Barry Mann's Thumbelina. <laughs> yeah, there's a narrator, and it's, it's, I don't know, it's like there's a girl. Walking around, she goes into this little bit and she starts listening to a speaker telling her the story of Thumbelina. Every now and then we cut back to her. So, like, but she can't see the film we're watching. So what? She just stood still for 50 minutes. Yeah, she basically goes into
3: a room full of, like, it's like a miniature exhibit, isn't it? Yeah, but nothing's happening there. No, <laughs>
1: it's just little rooms, isn't it, that she's looking at? That's a long time to just be wandering about there. Isn't only one bit as well. you just stay still.
4: Welcome to the fairyland of Hans Christian Andersen. I am going to tell you the story of Thumbelina, because this little girl, who was only two inches tall, you will look at the models on the table. They will give you an idea of the places she visited during her adventures. Thumbelina's mother was really an aging spinster who was unable to have children of her own. She wanted ever so badly to have someone to love and to care for, so she finally decided to do something about it.
1: Well, she says, "She says I'm I'm getting tired of being lonesome. I know. Maybe I'll go and see the witch, and she'll bring me a little girl. <laughs> so, yeah, some old woman. Yeah, isn't it? it's a bit weird, isn't it, to think." Maybe that's why she's lonesome, because she always assumes just going to the witch will solve all of her problems. But uh,
3: The witch says, I will give you a seed to grow your own daughter, but you must uh, treat her well or look after her or some shit. Yeah,
1: the, the witch lives in a cave. Uh, she sings a song as well about nothing. Uh, wanders about picking up fucking nothing either and putting it in a hole. That's her spell. <laughs> that's That's all she does there. Uh, the old woman says, "I didn't want to be lonely, but i wanted a husband, but nobody would have me." <laughs> <laughs> She's a real sad case. This woman. <laughs> yeah. You're knocking around with a fucking witch. Yeah, but no but wonder. then uh, but then she she does uh, she does basically reveal my Christmas list as well. She says, "All my heart, I would like a beautiful young blonde-haired girl." But <laughs> like, yeah, same here, love. I'm not going to a witch to get one. Should
3: uh, say at this point that by young Ken means legal.
1: Well, of course, I, I'm so old now that young could mean thirty. <laughs> yes. So you know, um, yeah, back, back yeah. off, back off, lawyers.
3: After the whole Mila Kunis debacle in the last one,
1: <laughs> you told me you'd cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> Stitch me up every episode. <laughs>
5: A prince, real quick. And now for you, I'm gonna do an even better trick. Sow a little seed, grow a little princess. Twelve new pennies make your wish come true. From a little seed comes a little princess. That's what magic can do.
1: A grows out of a flower from that seed. Yeah, uh, she says, oh, she's perfect. Uh, But obviously, she's not fucking blonde. Huge error.
3: She's also, like, two inches tall, so probably the hair colour was the least of her worries, but she seemed okay with it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And to show us this, uh they green screen her giant mum right behind her, which <laughs> 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 she looks fucking terrible. Her, yeah. si- her size, it really does fluctuate, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Because there's lots of different characters in this now, different animals none of which are the same size, but in this, all of them are. She says her life was perfect, and by that she describes my bed was a walnut shell and my playthings were kitchen utensils. (laughs) Life was perfect. (laughs) Isn't that just perfection? (laughs) Sounds comfy, doesn't it, for a bed, a walnut shell? (laughs) How big's a walnut? Really fucking small, yeah? Yeah, Yeah, more on that later. Oh, to hook the listeners in,
3: (laughs) all you walnut fans out there.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's Christmas. <laughs>
3: uh, we get the first of the nightmare-inducing people in animal suits now. We get a frogman who looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I've also written what the fuck at this point. Yep. Frogman, we get a frog mom. They they've kid basically kidnapped
1: Thumbelina, though you don't see it. No, he he says ribbit, and then he says <laughs> th- Yeah. <laughs> he says it again as well, in case you didn't hear him. And then he then he says, Sugar done. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thumbelina's new life was to be threatened by a frog whose mother was searching I for a wife hardly, for her son. I can hardly wait.
2: My mother's getting me a wife. All this time I've been doing nothing but sitting by the pad going rivet, rivet. Or sometimes when I get bored, I go chug run chug run what I need is a little girl. Oh boy, that's what I need, all right. Wonder where my mother is. She's got a hurry.
3: They say they've kidnapped Thumbelina so that uh, the son can have her as a wife. Yeah, why not? And the <laughs> and mom who promised to look after Thumbelina is so upset. Uh, upset. Like Sean, Connery. <laughs> Sean
1: Connery's popped in. He was also upset by this.
3: <laughs> she's so upset uh, that she's vanished that, uh, I don't know,
1: she sits down. Yeah, she makes another cup of tea with Sean Connery. <laughs> ah, spinster. That's what he says when he comes in. <laughs> Where's, the... up your fanny. Where's this tiny girl? <laughs> like that. That's an unusual out of context thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> No one would know what I'm on about, wouldn't they? Sure. Do you want me to explain, or are you just happy to cut it out?
3: <laughs> no, no, I'll leave it. In. It's
1: Christmas. Excellent. That's <laughs> yeah, it is. It's what Christmas is all about. Stick it up your fanny. <laughs> it's
0: alive. It's alive. It's alive.
3: We, I, don't, I have no idea what these three things are. No, like. I I, think I, I, I thought
1: they were birds, but later on, yeah. when she recaps the whole fucking thing we've just watched, uh, she mentions that they're bugs. Yeah, they've got four arms. They've got, like, black beaks,
3: butterfly wings that are black, and they're wearing, like, stripy Victorian swimming shorts. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. And they they just hop into scene, don't they? Yep, yeah, they just wander about the place. and And the acting is superb from all of these people right now. I'm
6: hungry. Let's get some nice bugs to eat. All right, I'm going over this way. I'll go that way. I'll stay around here. my my what a funny looking bug you are i am not a bug i am a person i'm a little girl my name is thumbelina that cannot be true
1: but we do get another song and uh basically if you are scared uh just say fiddle dee, dee and uh, everything's fine that's the moral of that that's song yeah it, it takes about three minutes for that to get through to you but that's the song it's bloody awful
6: oh And I'm as frightened as can be. I sing fiddle-dee,
5: fiddle-dee, fiddle-dee, fiddle-dee. No one can ever bother me if I sing fiddle-dee, fiddle-dee. It's just a funny little song.
1: She walks off shot and that's the end of that bit. Yeah, she says she survives by eating berries and nuts. Yeah, drinking her own piss. Yeah, well, we've all done that. I drank, yeah. I drank her piss for quite a while. I remember. Yeah, I didn't have to.
3: Uh, there's a good line here that I wrote down. Oh, go on. I'm very happy to have escaped a marriage to a frog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she had that tattooed, actually.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Is this the actual story of Thumbelina? I don't That's know. I don't know. because I, I,
1: I can't remember. I can't remember her being kidnapped. I thought it was uh, they were getting mixed up with the um, Liam Neeson new film. Taken. Yeah, all of them. Then we get to winter and, and
3: there's snow. And it uh, turns out the narrator who was speaking through the uh, speakers at the beginning, she's done a bad movie called Classic and she's cast herself in the story. Yeah. And it, it works. It works. An absolute treat. What she cast herself as dumb. Well, Thumbelina knocks on a little door, gets let in, and uh, it turns out it's it's a mole. It's a female mole. It is. It's Mrs. Mole. And Thumbelina uh, says, What the fuck is
1: going on now?
3: Yeah, so what the fuck are you? Yeah, look like a mole. Look like nightmares.
1: <laughs> um, look like smoke.
3: Yes, in, in a shawl. <laughs> and she tells Thumbelina, You, you want to give up wanting to see. The outside world and and stay here and concentrate on how good it would be to be a wife to an amphibian. (laughs) Yeah, you need a man is basically what she's saying. This movie ambles from sort of one marriage proposal to another, it seems. We meet Mr. Digger. Yeah, I I wasn't
1: sure what his name was, to be honest.
3: And um, he also tries to make her his wife.
1: Yeah, but he, not for a bit. It's a little bit of back and forth where she naively doesn't realise what's happening, even that, though it's pretty obvious.
3: That he's leading her deeper and deeper into his cave.
1: Yeah, Mrs. Moore, you have nothing to fear from Mr. Digger. Yeah. <laughs> like, Who well, he said I did? What the hell? So it's, like, it's weird, isn't it? You don't often get told you have nothing to fear from people. Unless you actually do, it's not. It's not the immediate thing. Is it? it's like, usually it's like, oh no no, he's know, he, yeah, he's nice. You'll you'll get on with him, but you have nothing to fear from him. We didn't burn him. Yeah, <laughs> <We>, uh, <laughs> no, it's a bit too much of a protestation.
3: Yeah, and I guess we're, we're supposed to assume that Mister Digger's like much older, isn't he? Like he's got glasses on the end of his nose, like the Wombles'
1: great Uncle Bulgaria. Yeah, it looks a bit like him. Um, here's, here's a fact. Great Uncle Bulgaria came third in our head boy vote at school. Very good. Some stiff competition. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in the uh, even in the shortlist. So there you go. So, you know, he must have made an impact. Came out of nowhere. I, I came fourth and I wasn't in the shortlist either.
3: <laughs> you, you've lost to a... Imaginary public, yes, to,
1: to to a fictional womble style character. Yeah,
3: God, you sound popular.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, look, that's why I told you I wasn't even shortlisted. Yeah, that's po- that's more popular than people who were shortlisted. So fuck them. Okay. <laughs> it's
0: alive! It's alive! It's alive!
3: So it's basically like an older man, but I guess a mole, older mole man, telling Thumbelina what a beautiful little girl she is.
0: It's...
1: Mm. It's unpleasant. He's a fine gentleman. You have nothing to fear from him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, re- just remember that all the way through. There's nothing to fear from Mr. Digger.
3: Uh, we see a dead bird that's died from the cold and the old mole decides that it's fine that he's dead because it's an ugly creature anyway.
1: Yeah, he bloody hates it. He hates that bird's corpse.
3: And uh, Thumbelina agrees to marry Mister Digger as a favor to the old mole woman she just met for some reason. I don't
1: know why. <laughs> it is very odd. We we get to see where Mister Digger lives. He, he says he likes it underground because it's nice and dark. Um, but he's got a chandelier, which is weird, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know why has he got one of them? That's got nothing to do with darkness whatsoever. No. He, he says, "I got this chandelier from an old chateau in France." The stove was made by the finest Dutch craftsmen. The rugs were woven. And there's some paintings by the old masters. It's like, what? He's a fucking mole. Who the bloody hell is making furniture for moles? No. He's also got one of those machines that
3: shags you. Just I just offset to the can't really see it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Mole shagger. (laughs) or something i don't know yeah
3: something like that Shagger 5000 i think it is it's the upgraded model
1: yeah shafter (laughs) perhaps later (laughs) yeah 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 say hello from me
6: i wouldn't think a person like you could be lonesome you have everything you need i'm the one who's lonesome
1: a
5: pretty thing like you lonesome how could that be A beautiful child with everything to look forward to. And you're unhappy. Come here, my dear. A charming young lady like you should not be forced to face this life alone. From the moment I met you, Thumbelina, I have been enchanted by your charm. I know now that I am nothing except a lonesome old man. But I do have everything you need. More than enough money to last you all your life. Thumbelina, will you marry me? And live here with me?
6: Marry you? Why, Mr Digger, you just met me today.
5: Please, Thumbelina. I know I'm not handsome or young, but you must think of your future.
3: A quick question for you, Ken. What the fuck has any of this got to do with Christmas?
1: Absolutely nothing. It's got nothing to do with anybody. This this is totally fucking irrelevant. That's why I couldn't understand what was happening. We get another song anyway. It's Who'd Want to Be a Mole Wife. <laughs> <laughs> it was very popular back in the 70s, that song.
3: <laughs> yeah. She nurses the dead bird back to life by putting a blanket over it. And the old, I like this, the old mole woman says, Why don't you go outside? Because you won't be allowed to ever once you marry yeah. Mr. Digger.
1: Now that you've agreed to marry a mole, you fruitcake. Who would want to
5: be a mole's wife and live- underground who would want to lead a mole's life where flowers are never found i have to feel the wind and rain i have to feel the sun again because i am a flower child
3: Thumbelina, she's she said the bird flew away she tells the mole woman she is, and the mole woman just says, Well, just be glad it's your wedding day tomorrow. Anyway, she goes outside for the last time before she marries Mr. Digger, and the bird uh, she saved she flies up to her. Well, I say flies up, he walked on <laughs> it's set. Just,
1: it's now just a man in a bird suit stood there.
3: Well, he's, he's like bent over, isn't he? Yeah. Looks like he's got a bird pinata on, <laughs> so expecting some kids to turn him and start hitting him with baseball bats. Cross my mind. He offers to help her for saving his life, and he promises to come back and tell the mole people that Thumbelina went to find a, a place to live with people that would suit her more. And her line is great. She says, yeah. "I don't want to. I don't want. To, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hurt Mister Mole's feelings or insult him. Just tell him I left to find a better husband elsewhere."
1: <laughs> yes, that poor Mister Digger. He's even talk. He's talking to himself elsewhere, Mister Digger, and he's just saying, "Uh." <laughs> What, what does he say about himself? Yeah.
3: He says it's probably because I've got a little mole penis. <laughs> That's what he says. Yeah, yes, it is mental, isn't it? To be honest, it, it's
1: it's very very unusual because she doesn't seem to realise that it, you know, that he's a mole. No, <laughs> like, she says, I know he's an older man. He's like, yeah, and he's a fucking mole. <laughs> yeah, but he but he is rich. <laughs> yeah, he lives <laughs> he's in a like, hole. It's like he's a fucking mole. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell?
0: It's alive. It's alive. It's alive.
3: Kingdom of the flower children, this is what we hear next, which sounds, you couldn't get more 70s
1: than that, could
3: you? I also wrote, what the fuck we got going on here? Yeah, we get a recap of the last 40 minutes, though, anyway, first, as you were saying earlier.
1: She talks us through what's happened already that we've just sat through, we get to see a little bit again.
3: And then she, yeah, she turns up at the flower people's place and people staring at her through petals, and uh, there's a guy there who another chat
1: up line it sounds like anyway he says our oh, history <laughs> yeah. books yeah, he just tries the same thing mr digger was trying yeah
7: you're finally here our history books have said that someday the rightful queen of the flower children would come her name would be thumbelina and she would become my wife
6: all that is in your history books
7: it is true i have waited a long time thumbelina but now i see you're as beautiful as the book said you would be Will you marry me and be my queen?
6: But I don't know you. I just arrived. Can't I live here a bit till I find out if I will like it and like you?
7: Forgive me. I've waited so long. But now stay with us a while and I'll ask you again.
6: Thank you. For the first time, I feel happy. I know I will like it here. This is where I belong.
3: It's like, hmm.
1: Sounds like you've made that up. To be honest, she questions that. She put, well, your history book said all that. And I was thinking, exactly. Well, it's not history, is it, if it's going to happen? That's not what yeah. history is. It's the, quite yeah. the opposite of history. <laughs> and he says, mm, yep. <laughs> Pretty much. How's about it, toots?
3: <laughs> Gets out of his flower. They all sing a fucking song, which is like harmonies in this one. Like, uh, fucking terrible ones. Yep. And, uh, yeah, she, she ends up marrying him.
4: Thumbelina was with her own kind. She, knew she could live with the flower children forever so she agreed to marry and become their queen mr bird saw the wedding and flew back to tell us all about it we will be happy ever after, you and me
5: happy ever after.
1: The credits roll, and I thought, "Oh thank the fuck!" For that, it's the end of the film. And it said, "It said another film from Pirate World." It was yeah. just like, "What the fuck? You mean they've made they've made others?" Yeah, Jesus Christ! Apparently, this same film has a different
3: edit. Instead of Thumbelina, it's Jack and the Beanstalk.
1: <laughs> I can say it's Jackie Chan, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jackie Chan and the Beanstalk. Oh, there what go, a great kid. film! Oh, yeah, I'm,
1: right, I'm writing that down for another film, and not this one. I've got a yeah. Christmas one for this one. Okay. Yeah, I've got that down, though.
3: It's about as, as much Christmassy as fucking Thumbelina was. It was just watching a mole try and shagger. What could be more <laughs> Christmassy than that?
1: <laughs> for half an hour. <laughs> it was the last time anyone else watched a mole try and shag something for half an hour. Hey, it's because it's Christmas. That's why we're doing it. Live. Back to Santa. He sums it up by <laughs> by saying, "Anyway, fuck that. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> believe in good things, and good things will happen." I'm not really sure what it's supposed to teach him. To be honest,
1: I don't think it's got anything to do with that, has it? No. What's Jack and the Bean? He round that off. Jack and the Beanstalk with the same thing,
3: does he? Yeah, I think so.
1: Believe, believe good things, and you can kill giants.
3: Yeah, it probably nice. actually fits a bit more than just don't get raped by a animal
1: <laughs> by small rodents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, the kids fuck off. Anyway, this is it's a it's, uh, it, it's now one hour twenty three into the fucking film, and Santa's oh finally come back God, into man. it. Yeah, yeah, he's not been in it for an hour. It's fucking ridiculous. And uh yeah, he falls asleep. And as, as you may have noticed, the ice cream bunny in the title hasn't fucking been in it at all. But wait, yeah, but hold your bastard horses. In the words of Fatal Deviation,
3: <laughs> what the fuck is this? Because rolling in on, on an old fire engine, I
1: actually wrote, "What the fuck is this now?" Yeah,
3: yeah, is a guy in a massive white rabbit suit with all the kids on there playing an air raid siren. Yes, and driving really slowly. Thought War Pigs was going to start playing. <laughs> They've played Pirate World, uh, the Ice Cream Bunny. He's driving through the amusement park very slowly. Santa wonders what the sound is. For about
1: five minutes. So did I for about five minutes. I was like, "Fucking, I was going." I had this on like volume at work, and people were just staring at me because all they can hear is just a noise. (laughs) (laughs) And the kids start singing a song as an air raid sounder and
3: drowns them out, (laughs) which I preferred to be honest. I wish that happened through the whole fucking film. I'd have preferred to listen to that.
7: We'll give him a helping hand and get his play out of the sand. The rain is left and sitting here was just too hot for them we fear. His predicament laughs, his usual cheer, the Christmas Day will soon be here. We will,
3: we will help him. We will, we him free. Anyway,
1: he turns up, gets out the fucking truck. <coughs> he winks. Uh, oh, sorry, winks. <laughs> he yeah. winks and nods because he says, it's my old friend, the ice cream bunny. You know, Santa and his friends. Yeah. And then all the kids start nodding like absolute fucking idiots.
3: And he offers Santa a lift back to the North Pole on his fire
1: engine. It might take a while. Yeah, he says, now what are we going to do? Will we do it? And all that. And, you know, it's the 20th of December. Oh, it's not much time. And of course we'll do it. Yeah, it goes up to five miles an hour, that thing. You'll get there in time. <laughs> you get to see a very odd scene of uh, bun- the ice cream bunny's feet between Santa's legs. <laughs> I'm not sure what the hell's going on in that bit, but the ice cream bunny's kind of doing a little dance, and Santa's got Santa's got a power stance going on. <laughs> San- Santa's telling him to back it up, <laughs> <laughs> back it right up. Uh, Jingle bells plays on kazoo's. Yeah. That sounds nice. <laughs> Yeah, and then they just drive off. Uh, But
3: wait a minute, Ken, you've forgotten something. Have I? Santa's sleigh. It's still stuck in the sand. That's right. And I thought, well, why didn't they just fuck off an hour ago then? My, uh, My last note is it disappears back to the North Pole awaiting Santa's return and renders the whole film pointless. Yes. The end.
1: Thank fuck for that. Thank you for listening. What do you reckon, Ken? Uh, absolutely diabolical.
3: This ranking in your favourite Christmas films?
1: Uh, no, no, it's uh, it's barely mentions Christmas, um, and uh, it's excruciating. It really is. Mm. Yeah, total total hatred for this. Quite I, right. I, too. I, I I paused it every couple of minutes. I, I walked off from it. I left it playing and walked off. I could still hear it, but you know, I just I refuse to sit and watch it. Yeah. And I watched all of this at work again, so I was just there. It was, it was just mind-numbing. I'd rather have just carried on working, which, to be honest, is what I should have been doing. But, you yeah. <laughs> know, yeah, it's Christmas, isn't yeah, it? It's <laughs> Christmas.
3: Mean, if, you, if you like Santa's on acid, bestiality, and a paedophile dressed as a rabbit, then this is the film for you.
1: And to be honest, who doesn't? I mean, you, you've you just ticked off a little list in my head. <laughs> Unfortunately, this film doesn't do any of those things credit.
0: It's alive! It's alive! It's alive!
1: You got a film pitch for us? Yeah, well, I said I had.
3: Go on then, what's the fucking film pitch?
1: Nah, I was, I was joking, I haven't. All right. Bye, everybody! No, nah. <laughs> 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 nah, I've got something somebody mentioned on uh, Twitter. Actually, so somebody just posted it. It was just an innocent question. So, who are you? um, no, they didn't They didn't directly ask me, no, of course not. I just hijack other people's posts because you know they're more popular than me. So, yeah, <laughs> I just join in. Is it Uncle and Bulgaria? Then, uh, no, are you gonna make me look up who it was? Are we, are we name checking?
3: Uh, it depends if it's any good.
1: We're gonna edit it out. If this film picture shit, you're editing it out.
3: If it's shit, we're keeping it in. If it's good, we're saying it was us.
1: Okay. So it was uh, at Rain's Hook. They asked the question who has not played Ebenezer Scrooge that you think would be superb in that role? Okay. And I th- and I think it was it was aiming at um like proper actors and uh and all that and who i threw in with who away, i think you're going with straight away i threw in carl weathers yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and because <and laughs> i ignored other people with their obvious like attempts at this would be good actually wouldn't it if they played ebenezer scrim i thought well carl weathers would be brilliant yeah uh, <laughs> and then they threw a couple of quotes back uh that old ghost ain't getting no rematch and uh stuff like that <laughs> and um and then, and then I thought we'd have uh, we could have uh, Dolph Lundgren as Tiny Tim, of course, yes, yeah. So I, I thought he, he could be in. Um yeah. and then I just I, well, that was it. We just kind of like just recast the whole film. Okay, then, and I, and, I, and I think that's what we should do. It's, right, it's me... a classic story, so we haven't got to write anything. It's the story's there for everyone.
3: Yeah, let me uh let me get the cast list up.
1: Well, we've got we've got Carl. I thought I I was going to go for Marley, his ex-partner. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Yes. Ebenezer, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Then he's just like, what? My death got you pushing too many pencils?
3: (laughs) Of course, yes. Liking it so far. Who else we got then? Uh, Bob Cratchit. Poor downtrodden Bob Cratchit.
1: Hmm. Clint Howard? Yes. (laughs) With his son, Dolph Lundgren, (laughs) (laughs) carrying him on his shoulder (laughs) down the street. (laughs) Um, Clint Howard, actually, Clint Howard official on Instagram liked our post about Santa with muscles.
3: He didn't fucking listen to it then, did he?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think at the end, though, we did say that he was our favorite character. So, you know. Oh, that's true. If, if he stuck it out for two uh, two hours, he, he might have got to hear that.
3: So Ghost of Christmas Past, someone who was a popular action hero in the past.
1: I was thinking, actually, of Stallone, because mm. he's also been in Carl Weathers past. Yes. And we could just rehash footage of them two duking yes. it out.
3: Running <laughs> along the beach. and
1: Yeah, and having hugs.
3: It's like Back to the Future part two. We're going into other films. Yeah. So we see Carl Weathers and and Stallone in their tiny shorts running up the beach. And then we superimpose Carl Weathers in a wee -wee willy winky hat and gown (laughs) (laughs) next to it. And Stallone, I don't know what the ghost of Christmas past wears. Maybe he's dressed like the mom from Stop or My Mom will shoot. So he shows him basically all of his old films. Does he? he shows him like Rocky? Shows his arm getting cut off in Predator.
1: Yeah, uh, he shows him Action Jackson the whole film.
3: He's like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh,
1: Weathers did not speak like that. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, yeah.
3: <laughs> he does when he's eating a mouthful of
1: Christmas pud. <laughs> <laughs> mouthful of Christmas pud. Oh, <laughs> for the Christmas pud. <laughs>
3: Then we get to Ghost of Christmas present. Maybe this could be Scott Adkins.
1: Yeah, like uh not not a not a past action star and modern action star. Yeah. Yeah. Like it. Is he dressed as Yuri Boyka?
3: No, he's dressed as uh, he's got a big beard and a dressing gown on, like the Ghost of Christmas present does in all of them.
1: Oh right, okay. I was thinking Brian Blessed for this one. He's not a bloody action star.
3: <laughs> yeah actually, he actually should have played this character in a proper Scrooge film, not this shit.
1: All oh, right, okay, okay. So we've gone, we've gone, little, little Scott Atkins.
3: What's he fucking showing him?
1: Oh, his a doodle do.
3: He's got his dressing gown open.
1: <laughs> He's got it on backwards.
3: <laughs> Hi, Scott. We uh, we'd like you to come in and play the Ghost of Christmas Present alongside Carl Weathers. You will have to do full male nudity.
1: Yeah, it's like why? So we don't know. It's like because you're wearing a dressing gown. Yeah, because we thought it'd be good. <laughs> yeah, actually wearing it backwards, that wouldn't reveal that at all, would it? He'd have mean. his
3: little Christmas arse out, wouldn't he?
1: <laughs> his Christmas Pud.
3: There's he's a couple of Christmas Puds. You don't want to know where he's put the fifty P. Um gripped tight. Just falls out every now you hear he it at the floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whenever there's action scenes.
3: I think the ghost of Christmas passport as well. We go and we see old Fezziwig. He has to go back, don't he to his first before he, he was an actor.
1: Yeah, who's that gonna
3: be? Fezziwig, Yeah. Uh, What's Fezziwig do? He's the the owner of... Um, I he's like a brewery or some shit where Ebenezer Scrooge
1: works when he's a young man. Ray Winston.
3: Oh, it's a bit of a geek. I wish... Oh, what about Danny DeVito?
1: Done. Danny DeVito. It's close enough to Ray Winston, isn't it?
3: They're getting ready for their Christmas party and a load of ninjas turn up to attack and we get a big ninja fight with Carl Weathers, Danny and DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> And that's where he meets uh, is you know, the girl that
1: he likes. Who, Danny DeVito? <laughs> Belle, her name is. Bell DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a biscuit. <laughs> sounds like uh, expensive ice cream. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sounds beautiful. That. Yeah. I'd eat some of that. I'd eat, I'd eat myself some Bell DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Belle was the um,
3: Ebenezer Scrooge's love interest that fucked off because he liked money too much.
1: Oh, yeah, which is actually part of the reason that Thumbelina wanted to marry uh, Mr. Digger, because he's, he's so good with money.
3: We could play Bell alongside uh, Carl Weathers, his love interest. She obviously sees him attacking Ninja and falls immediately in love with him.
1: Well, that's exactly how you get women in action films. Cynthia Rothrock.
3: Oh, don't you bring her in. <laughs> Why not?
1: Okay, you can. <laughs> I can't think of a single reason not to.
3: Then they all start dancing. We get a big dance number now with Carl Weathers, Cynthia Rothrock, and Danny That's DeVito. Some,
1: oh, there is some high kicking.
3: Ghost to Christmas present, and we we find out that yeah, we go and have a look at Bob Cratchit. Who's him? Fucking Clint Howard. This is when we see him walking up the street with Dolph Lundgren <laughs> on his shoulder.
1: Poor little Dolph, <laughs> <laughs> using Clint Howard as a crutch.
3: A oh, Ron does. <laughs>
1: That's the other way around. Oh,
3: yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> Ron uses him as a footstool.
3: Yeah, Scott shows us that uh, Tiny Tim's very sickly.
1: By <laughs> <laughs> oh, punching him in the abs.
3: <laughs> Dolph longer in <laughs> a tiny Victorian house. With
1: <laughs> a little, little uh, chimney-sweeps hat on.
3: <laughs> yeah, so uh, Carl Weathers obviously says, I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to
1: shoot that motherfucker.
3: <laughs> when I wake up, I'm gonna uh you know make sure he gets the help he needs. Tiny Tim, he's fucking seven foot tall.
1: But if he dies, he dies.
3: Yeah. But he I, I goes and sees Fred, his his nephew. Yeah, who, who we got as
1: who we got as Fred? Carl Weathers' nephew.
3: Um how about Rick Moranis? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> done. Is it his nephew or his brother? It's his nephew. How is it? It's his, I get it confused is. with uh, Bill Murray and Scrooge. That was he had his, a sister called uh, his brother fan. Fanny. Fanny, stick it up your fanny.
3: Fanny Scrooge. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were in that film, weren't you? <laughs> that's a that's a medical condition.
3: <laughs> fanny Scrooge is a is a girl that won't put out. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, his sister's uh, son. I don't know who can who can play Fanny.
1: I can <laughs> I've always had good feedback
3: <laughs> You're going to play Carl <laughs> Weathers' sister, are you? Right, stick your name down <laughs> Can be wild
1: I can, I can do it, I can, I can do this, Christmas So Rick Moranis is your son? Yeah, people often think that he is
3: Tells, obviously says to everyone how much he likes uh, Old Uncle Carl Weathers Hang on a minute, am I? I'm not even in it, am I?
1: funny you, you,
3: <laughs> You're in it in the, in the past episode bit, yeah
1: Really? My, my fanny's in this film?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, full display for everybody. Where are we then? What are we doing? He's gone to Fred's house. Fred says how much he likes him and everyone else says, no, he's a fucking prick. And uh, Scrooge is upset by that, that. Everyone has this opinion of him.
1: Does he shed a tear? Or do you think Carl Weathers probably wouldn't shed a tear? He uh, punches
3: an elderly relative. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I think he sheds someone else's tears. He picks Grandma up and
3: Cracks are over his knee, <laughs> the back.
1: <laughs> Good.
3: There's a fight scene at Fred's uh, party. Someone gets a bit too drunk, offends uh, Fred Rick Moranis, and it's a fight scene. Rick Moranis and all of the guests just having a brawl. Scott Adkins helps out with his fucking dick waving. And uh...
1: is he is he able to being a ghost? I thought they couldn't see them or interact, but yet yeah, you've got Carl Weathers breaking Granny's spine. <laughs> They can interact. Well, we're breaking the rule. Yeah. Done. So
3: we've, we've got fucking Carl Weathers, Ebenezer Scrooge. We're definitely breaking the rules here.
1: We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll possibly CGI the whole thing so it's not to hurt Rick. And then Carl wakes up, goes to Christmas yet to come. He's in the room. Who is it? Who's there? I think it's just
3: a It's a big... It's a figure in a hood with his face covered, isn't it? He seems to be tall and thin. Um, Just a big fucking... Maybe Stephen Merchant. He's tall. He is, yeah. Okay. Stephen Merchant, goes of Christmas Yet to Come. That's it's
1: Carl Weathers, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Stephen Merchant. Danny DeVito. Clint Howard. Hang on, is, is, is Carl Weathers going to be called Ebenezer Scrooge in this? What do you want him to be called?
3: Carl Weathers. Sheriff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Done. He's got, he's got a double-barrelled knife. His double-barrel name is Sheriff Carl Weathers, Ebenezer Scrooge. It's in multiple barrels.
3: In the description, I'm just going to put and in the Ebenezer Scrooge role, it's Carl Weathers as Captain Carl Weathers.
1: <laughs> Captain Carl. Weathers. <laughs> yeah. Everyone
3: else is still called cool, like Bob Cratchit and
1: stuff. And they still call him, like Scrooge. But he no, just no. no, but he's just not. He's just wearing his police outfit all the time.
3: Yeah, he's a sheriff's outfit, and everyone calls him Captain Carl Williams. Even
1: when he's got his wee willy-winky outfit, he's still it's Still got the badge on it.
3: Maybe he's got the wee willy-winky hat over his uh, cowboy hat.
1: When of course he's in he bed.
3: Is. Or maybe a wee willy-winky hat in the shape of a cowboy hat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that.
3: Maybe just a, just a police uniform, but with, like, pyjama style, like...
1: Just a really long shirt. <laughs> really long police shirt. It's not tucked yeah. in. <laughs> How about that?
3: Yeah, and he's got the red long johns on underneath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a good look. I hope he's <laughs> happy with it.
3: And yeah, so obviously, Christmas yet to come. Tiny Tim's uh, dead. See uh, Bob Cratchit carrying his, his coffee. <laughs> Just him. Yep. Yeah.
1: Poor old Tiny to he never stood a chance.
3: Yeah, he's, he's just bending down at his grave. He's very upset, obviously. Uh
1: cut to I thought I think we could have Ron Howard also attending. Who's he? Uncredited Cameo.
3: Yeah, as is the brother of Bob as the brother uh, the brother of Bob.
1: Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> Rob Rob Cratchit. <laughs> or just Ron Cratchit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um Carl and they they watch um bob cratchit talking to the grave and then he starts obviously digging the, uh, putting the dirt back over the grave um carl weathers and the ghost Christmas Yet to come turn and start walking away and in the background you just see ron just hit bob over the head with the shovel <laughs> and just roll him <laughs> into the grave as well
1: <laughs> can you see um dolph lundgren's like, hand come back out of the soil like like his fist or something <laughs> drag bob down with him <laughs> You just replaced him. I don't know. Just sits, his tiny sits up, outfit. <laughs> sits up like the Undertaker. Dolph Lundgren. There's a fight
3: scene then between Dolph Lundgren and the Howard boys. Yeah. Zombie Dolph Lundgren against
1: Clint. <laughs> Takes them both. Uh. It's a reimagining of a classic. Yeah.
3: I think all of them, like like some of some of the other zombies, pop up as well. So it's Ron and uh, Ron and Clint Howard versus Clint versus three zombies. One of them being Dolph Lundgren.
1: And the other two? Uh, Christmas Ferratu. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nicolas Cage is Christmas Ferratu. He's risen from the grave once again.
3: And the other one's that kid who couldn't get a wheelchair. He doesn't do much.
1: <laughs> he doesn't even rise from the grave. <laughs> he's just he's still trying in to it. claw his way out. <laughs> he's, just, he's just still in the grave. Yeah, And they just, they just cover him back up.
3: So you get that fight scene then. And then after that ends... It's it's
1: action-packed, isn't it, this? Yeah.
3: Carl Weathers looks round and he sees that the ghost of Christmas yet to come is pointing to another tombstone. And it says on it, Captain Police Chief Carl Weathers.
1: (laughs) That's his worst nightmare.
3: Yeah, he literally shits himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think he'd be all right with that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've got that. He shits himself.
3: (laughs) Uh, And then wakes up in his bed. The spirits did it all in one night. He he opens the window. Has he shipped the bed? Well, Yeah, but only a festive shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Got some tinsel on it. Okay, then. That's not a problem. Hope he hasn't got any on his baubles. Looks out the window. Excuse me, boy. What day is it? Who's playing this? Got to be a cameo, this boy.
3: Little cameo from Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Oh, yes. And he says... uh, Hello, Mrs. Cruce. It's Christmas Day.
3: He's like... Christmas Day, the spirits did it all in one night. But of course they can. They can do whatever they want. And uh, Van Damme says, it's very good. You're doing very well.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he flips a coin and says, go go to the shop and buy me the biggest fuck off boiled goose. Yes. I want a and... goose bigger than
3: your mama, he
1: says. <laughs> so he says, oh, oh, okie dokie.
3: Uh, brings one out. They do a big musical number through the streets like they do in the uh, Albert Finney Scrooge. Yep. All like ringing bells. You sees Fred in the street, Ulrich Moranis. Um, We're about Fanny?
1: A... Is Fanny out in the street? No, Fanny's dead. Oh, that's a shame. I like Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
3: He gives some some presents to him. Says he'll be there for Christmas lunch. Make sure you've booked the uh, yacht club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas
1: luncheon at the yacht club.
3: He says, "Here's some presents for you and for the that old woman who had the uh, the broken back." And he's like, "How did you know about that?" And then off he off he goes dancing down the street with everyone. Yeah, and this like, but what the, what the, uh? gets over to uh, Bob Cratchit's house. He's going to give him a raise, and he's going to make sure Tiny Tim's okay. And do you know, like, at the end of Muppet Christmas Carol, they're all sitting around at the table singing that bit you like? Yeah. That's going to happen now, and you see, like, all the characters from the film all sitting around singing. You've got Carl Weathers. You've got Clinton and Ron Howard. Ron's tipping something mm-hmm. dodgy-looking into Clint's
1: drink. Col- Coleslaw. <laughs> he's got a... I thought you... Were- no, sorry, you said drink. Yeah. I thought you were going to say pants. no. No. <laughs>
3: Coleslaw pants. Get that name down as well. That's a Marvel superhero pitch. That one. Get that one down. <laughs>
1: Typical Ron Howard.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a little bot, bottle with a skull and crossbones on it. He's tipping it into his uh, the contents into uh, Clint to drink as he's singing. You've got uh, Tiny Tim, obviously. He's there on uh, Scrooge's throw knee. his crutch away. <laughs> yeah, and does a somersault. Yeah, in Scrooge. Uh, you got. He's on uh, Carl Weathers' knee as we. Across the table, yeah. uh, Rick Moranis is there with his wife and the broken back woman. Um, you got your fezzy wig, old uh, Danny DeVito's there, got Mrs. Cratchit, Ron's wife, sorry, uh, Clint's wife. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that, that causes enough trouble in real life, you can not get them mixed up in the film.
3: <laughs> you got the ghost of Christmas past, old uh, yeah, Stallone. Stallone, he's trying to eat with his boxing yep. gloves on. You've got, um, the Ghost of Christmas present. Scott Atkins with his knob out, just singing.
1: <laughs> his Christmas bud.
3: Yeah. Ghost of C- Christmas yet to come with a big straw drinking his drink. <laughs> Still can't see who it is. <laughs> Obviously you got and you got the zombies as well from the uh you got Christmas Ferrar too. He's sitting there eating someone. Eating a child,
1: a yeah. <laughs> street urchin. He's eating uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, who's brought the goose, and is now being devoured by yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, that's it. And then, because it's Christmas, and to
3: round it all off, you've got the corpse of the child from Christmas for r two. But because it's Christmas, he's finally got his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is dead still, though. So.
1: There's a knock at there's a knock at the door. They open it, and it's the ice cream bunny, and he kills them all. Yeah. Or they all just get their guns out and just shoot him dead. Or they all kill him. I, that's I, what I mean. I they all get their What's guns. What's more plausible? They've all got
3: machine guns and just just eviscerate him. They all do their yeah in the air and it freeze frames and then uh, tread its roll. How, how
1: Christmassy is that, though? We've really done that beautifully. It's a tale as old <laughs> as time with cast as old as time. Yeah, that is a, that's an old cast, isn't it? We've done that.
3: Yeah, we better get cracking on getting this fucking sorted before some of them fucking pass away.
1: Oh, come on. Come on. That's
3: not going to happen. No one kills Carl Weathers except Carl Weathers. Yeah, you can't be bothered. (laughs) And let's bring this film pitch to to a... Oh, go on.
1: Yeah, I I, I think that's it. That's as festive as it's going to get. And um, it's far better than the film we've watched.
3: Do you guys agree with that? Do you think that A Christmas Carol, a Carl Weathers classic is better... Than Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny.
1: I, I like that. Can we, are we going to call it that?
3: A Carl Weathers classic.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Uh,
3: Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Is it something that you guys are going to be watching now, from from now until the end of your lives?
1: <laughs> well, not constantly. Not con- like after it finishes, just press replay <laughs> until you die. Uh, until you die. That is fucking. That's hell itself.
3: Where does it rank for you amongst Christmas classics? Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny let us know the email address is bad at gmail.com we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on instagram if you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members you can you just need to search for the bad movie Cult discussion group on facebook all links as always will be available in the show notes if you like to support the podcast you can by simply leaving us an apple podcast rating or review and you can also now do that on spotify so if you fancy giving us a, a five-star review on there by all means, please do. It's a massive help. Gets other people listening to us and finding the podcast. Good Pods. And Good Pods, yes. We're also on Good Pods. So follow us on there. You've got Goodreads for books, uh, and you've now got po- uh, Good Pods for podcasting. So, yeah, all your podcasting needs, all on one app, Good Pods. Give us a look on there and give us a rating. And
1: we're literally everywhere,
3: literally all over the you shop. You can't fucking get rid of us. And now I look at and another, <laughs> another episode in the same week. Jesus Christ, you're going to be sick of us by New Year.
1: That's if you manage to edit this down to reasonable amount. Yeah, this might be next
3: year's. Uh, You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. Have we got a review coming up for Christmas, Kenneth? Uh,
1: It should already be out. It's Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Yes. Silent, but deadly.
3: It's an absolute
1: classic of bad movie Christmas films. So definitely give that a read.
3: Uh, you can join us again for New Year. Our New Year episode is going to be a Steven Seagal film. Nothing kicks off a year better than Steven Seagal, right, Ken? You're damn right.
1: It's going to be Belly of the Beast. Because <laughs> <laughs> after he's like fed himself up for Christmas.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: That's what it is. He's,
3: uh, you know, indulged a little bit. <laughs> also coming up for new year on the website we've got our five of the best and five of the worst films we've seen all year where me and ken will rank off top five and bottom five films so make sure you check I think, the think i
1: think we should change that you've got to change the name of it people are upset saying five of the worst because um you know in, in the um in the world we live in that that's just disrespectful and plus it's only opinion and it's like five of the not Best,
3: but well done for trying. Is that what we're we'll calling? Exactly.
1: It? Yes, yes, I think so. So it's not to hurt feelings. Okay, we'll get on. That. Plus, it's, it's 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 films that we've seen this year. It's not films that were made this year. That's true. Got time? To, I ain't got time to keep up with films that were actually made this year. We've watched loads. Yeah. Incidentally, look, look out for how many films I have watched this year. I'll be releasing that somewhere as well. Brilliant. Well, we'll all look forward to that. <laughs> In the meantime,
3: I'll say thank you to my co-host, Ken wild for joining me.
1: Well, thank you, and have a very, merry bastard Christmas.
3: Yeah, merry Christmas to you all, and to all a good bad movie cult.
1: <laughs> all a good shite. We'll go with that. Oh, See you later, everybody. Fight. Ah, whatever. Bye. Really, my my fanny's in this film.
5: Thank you.